This is Tom. Thanks for joining me for this fifth edition of our new podcast, The Fourth Watch. Like the others, we're keeping this episode to fewer than four minutes, always keeping them short. Short is good. Today, we're talking about chapter four and verse 32 in the Apostle Paul's letter to the Ephesians. It's another favorite passage of scripture. This one from the New Testament, the one in episode two was from the Old Testament. And I think Ephesians 4.32 will likely also become one of your favorites when you hear it and read it. And it's simple. Ephesians 4.32 says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. Of the four takeaways here, the first three are kindness, tenderheartedness, and forgiveness. We know what it means to be kind, right? Or do we? Being kind is not simply not being unkind. I know people who wrongly believe that as long as they're not mistreating someone or maybe not running others down to their faces or behind their backs, they're being kind. But actually ignoring someone or shutting them out of our lives can be very unkind. Kindness requires an action, an effort, doing something kind for another, being kind to them and expressing acts of love, mercy, giving, and compassion. That, my friends, is kindness. And it's one of the things we're called to do. We're actually commanded to do. What about that middle word, tenderhearted? Sometimes I think we zip over that word too fast. I know I do and have. I remember hearing the word as a boy and thinking it sounded sickly and weak. So it wasn't a word I used. I really didn't even like reading it. But I've come to learn over the years there is nothing sickly or weak in tenderheartedness. There's power in tenderheartedness, which means to be compassionate and lovingly sensitive to another. Being kind, which we've already talked about, is the first step, and that's easy. Kindness is something I think we discipline ourselves to until it becomes second nature. Tenderheartedness, however, goes a little deeper, and it's not always easy, but God calls us to it. What about Paul's words where he says, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you? Those who know me and have followed some of my work know we've spoken a lot about the importance of forgiveness. It's thoroughly addressed in Scripture. Primarily, God's forgiving us. After all, to forgive is divine, right? Then there are the many passages about why we, too, must forgive others. And we are to do so for many reasons, not the least of which is Jesus tells us, if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. So it's imperative we forgive, and not by saying we will or have while only paying lip service to God's command, and not by first bludgeoning the other person into accepting their transgression. Forgiving means there's no vengeful retribution, no grudge held, no throwing the other person away, no talking to others about the forgiven person's transgression. And there are other reasons we must forgive, but we'll pick up on the all-important subject of forgiveness some other time. As for today, go back and reread Ephesians 4.32, and let's take it two steps further. First, commit the verse to memory. That'll be easy, because it's only 18 words long. Second, think about how best to apply the commands to be kind, be tenderhearted, and be forgiving to your own lives and how you interact and treat others. Anyway, thank you for listening. Tell others. Our next podcast will be in a week or so, and God bless all of you.